healing through dance, finding magic and resilience amidst loss. It's a true story. It's AI driven. There's no shame in that. I have no time, patience (laughs) to sit and construct such brilliant titles and transcripts. But I do want to speak behind the truth of what is. Uh, The transcript says, the transformative power of dance takes center stage as our guest, which is me, whose journey through heartache and healing will leave you both inspired and touched. And I truly hope that's what the spiritual shit show is. So that is what my intention was, was sharing my history with dance. My mother put me in dance at a very young age. And my father kept me in dance after my mother passed away to honor her wishes. My beautiful, amazing, incredible dance teacher empowered me. She made me feel like a superstar. And then when I was 18, I left Ohio and I moved to Colorado to apparently be a dance teacher. And I started teaching. Actually, I did not start teaching dance. I hated dance in the competitive dance scenario. My sister was teaching at dance studios. And when she would come and invite me to her studios, I'd be like, oh, hell no, I do not want to do this. So I actually leaned more towards being a dancer myself. I would train in Los Angeles and New York. And at the time I was a tap dancer and I would get invited to participate, play, perform in tap improv, jams, tap jams, etc. to audition for different troops. And then when I became completely broke, I was desperate for work. So I became a dance teacher. And that's what transpired me at the young age of 21 to open up a dance studio with my sister. And I think like at 26 or 27, we had two, two studios, two locations. And it was just incredibly successful and fulfilling. And uh, it was fun. It was really, really fun. And I say it was fun because it also wasn't, you know, because stress of people pleasing all the time and success, et cetera, et cetera. That is a story for another day. But ultimately, what I see now at the beautiful age of 45, that dance has always been my path towards joy. It has been the way that I can share joy with others when my father was in his memory care and I'd go and visit and play with the, with the other residents, I would dance. We would play music and we would dance. And it was so fun. It is still so fun because I'm still doing it. But dance has always been my portal, my language of joy, so to speak. I think for those who are desperate in healing their trauma, I strongly encourage somatic therapy. We can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk all day about the things that have happened, have occurred in our lives, the unjust uh, scenarios, the shitty fucking things. And it is important to remember that those shitty fucking things are held, the story of it is held in our cellular memory. And I know this for a fact because when I was in my late 20s, I thought I was going crazy. And every September to October, I would cry. I'd be on the highway and I'd cry. I'd be pumping my gas and I would be crying. 
I was so depressed and, and I would be crying and I'd be crying like, why am I crying? What is wrong with me? Nothing happened and I am crying. And uh, my sister reminded me that I do this every year. And it is also the year that my mother passed away. And she thought that it was my body remembering the trauma. And she was very right. And I don't truly recall what age I was. I must have been like 27, 28, 29. You know, it was my late 20s. And once she shined a light on what was happening on me, I went home and I, with the intention of visiting my mother's grave, And I was going to lay there and I was going to cry and I was going to purge and I was going to feel until I didn't have to feel it anymore because I was unwilling to do this crying situation for the rest of my life. So that was the first time that I remembered that the body holds the memory of the trauma, that the body holds the story. And for those who want to deep dive into this, I highly recommend the body keeps the score and also any information by Gabor Mate. It's been truly transformative. And in this AI driven thing, which is beautiful, it says, listen closely as we unfold a narrative that celebrates the mentors who become our guiding stars and the unexpected havens that give us a sense of belonging. That is a true testament to my dance teacher, Diana Lynn Relig in Cincinnati, Ohio of the Diana Lynn dancers. And I can see that and appreciate all these fantastic, beautiful angels who have stepped into my life to guide me, to help me on my path, journey with us through this poignant reflection. Join, I can't even read it. Journey with us through this reflection on resilience and the enduring legacy of those who shape our destiny. And that is actually really fucking true. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the grace, the love, the guidance, the support of those who have also come onto my path to guide me when I needed guidance, to mother me when I needed mothering, to support me when I needed support to love me when I needed love. And for those who constantly believed in me, saw my light, my unwavering light, so that then in turn I can radiate that light unto others. So so just for a soul practice, can you take a moment today to pause and reflect just how guided your life has been. Can you feel into your body? Allow the light to radiate. Allow yourself to awaken to the wonders, to the love, to the gifts that you possess. You are here for a great purpose. Your life, your gifts, your journey is not only powerfully impacting your soul, but is impacting the lives of others. We need you to be your brightest self. We need you to live the life that you believe in, to create your own path, the path that shows others the way. 
towards love and freedom and creativity and joy, community. I believe in you. Thank you for listening. And thank you for sharing in this journey with me.